Yo, welcome back to the Weekend Review Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Stroud. Getting it on, doing what I do, you know. I got a, got my gla- my open glass of water right here. Almost started without it. What a rookie mistake that would have been. I, I am still not a fan of this, and I still have not dug up my Hydro Flask. I don't know where it is. I don't, that's not, that's like... Very, very, very low on my list of priorities right now. Um, the top thing just got taken care of, I guess. Just finished out filling the FAFSA. I kind of feel like people make it into more of a big deal than it is. But also I had one filled out from the year prior that I just got to renew, so that helped. And near the end, as I was thinking, man, this this sure is easy. You got to sign in with your parents account and everything for them to like put their e-signature on it cuz that means shit, right? Every, we we all know everybody's filling out this shit for their parents. That's what my mom did. She just handed me handed me the papers. Said, "You do it." I did still have a few questions though. Um it's I there's just a lot to 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 deal with, but as soon as I was thinking it's very easy, I had to figure out her account, and then even though I put in the password right, she's still got to change the password. Because, yeah, someone's trying to log into FAFSA through my mom's ID to mess with our government records so I don't get a good scholarship or federal aid for the school that I'm going to go to. Yeah, it's pretty absurd, but it's all taken care of, signed, submitted. Actually, Aiden has a... Vic's mom, Aiden's girlfriend... uh, She's involved in Eastfield, which is the college that I'm going to go to. So he he just had her check to see if I needed anything for the school. And apparently I have everything already submitted, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Well, I mean, I knew that I had submitted it, but apparently it's all there in their system. So that's what really matters, right? Uh, That's cool. I don't have to do anything except meet with somebody and actually plan out what I'm going to do. So that's pretty awesome, man. I'm happy about that. I... I don't know if it's the right move, but it's the move that I'm going to make right now because I want to be a music writer, right? I'm sorry. I want to write about music. I don't want to write music. That sounds very fucking hard. I I don't know that I could... uh, I don't have that much depth to me, I don't think. Uh, I'll I'll make people laugh, but I don't know about writing symphonies and whatnot. Even uh, when we were just fucking around talking about starting a band uh, I was telling Kevin are you going to write the lyrics who's writing the lyrics it's it's not going to be me man I might be able to add on or say nah you should stay you should say pie instead of die right there little critiques but nothing nothing big I'm very bad conceptually when it comes to that but I can take something and comment on it so that's why I want to do uh music journalism I guess would be the correct term I I was wanting to do that but the whole thing about that is it's very make it or don't make it is what it seems just from the very limited amount of research that I've done but I I have looked into it a little bit basically if you look at a a magazine like Pitchfork or um, Rolling Stone they only have like 8 to 15 writers it's not a whole lot and that's out of everybody who's trying to make that shit so the whole thing for me is what's the what's the solid ground plan underneath it what is the what's the backup what what am i falling back on because i can't just get that and then hope that i make it i mean 
that would be great, but that's not super realistic. So right now, maybe I'm thinking I get a uh, com- uh, not instead of a communication degree with focus in journalism. Maybe I get an English major and minor in journalism, and then if I if nothing ever catches on for me, if no one likes what I write, I don't get hired on anywhere, then I could be like an English teacher or something maybe. And I, I've thought, I, I a lot of these ideas are half baked. Okay, these then, and I'm presenting them to you basically as I'm having them. This is a week by week in the life. All right, uh, this isn't like something I've mulled over and prepared. This is something I thought of today, and so now I'm sharing it. Uh, I think that that might be my, my plan, and I realize that there's a lot more that goes into being a teacher than just teaching. It's dealing with a lot of faculty bullshit, I feel like, dealing with the day-to-day, just stuff that you have to fit in, playing the game. But when I think back, uh, I had one or two teachers that were pretty cool and pretty influential, and I can't even lie, dude. I feel so silly just saying out loud, yeah, I'm going to be an English teacher. Not because I dis- have any disrespect, disdain, or disregard for teachers in, in that sense. It's not that. It's not like saying, um, what's, what's, what's something I disrespect? I can't, I can't think of a profession that I don't respect off the... Um, no, because even dog catchers. I mean, it's, it's probably better than leaving the dog in the street. Shit. What, 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 what's a profession that you could look down on? Um... I guess like human traffickers. I, that's not cool. I I've lost my point at this point. Uh, oh, okay. I I wouldn't want to go into human trafficking because I think those people are fucked up. I'm not saying I don't want to be a teacher because I think teachers are fucked up. I'm saying that because that just does not s- seem to fit my personality type very much, at least from the outside. Like that's the kind of thing that I feel like if I went in my parents' room right now and told them, my mom would probably laugh at me. Uh, that's just how it feels, but I I do have a, I like to pass things on. I like to make, I feel like the experiences that I'm going through and have gone through, I could use those to help other people. And that's not, and I don't mean like go out and do community service or help the world because that's what one of the people that interviewed me for one of the jobs was saying that that, that was her passion or or their passion I, I couldn't tell so their passion um was was getting up and helping people and making people have a better day and smile and shit it's not necessarily that for me I just don't want people to go through the same shit that I'm going through I think that kids need to know that hey once you get out of this there's a real world and you need to have a plan and you shouldn't just blindly do stuff just because you think that's what's right and that it might you might end up like me, you know, kind of stuck for two years, three years. I'm still stuck. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm making, I'm figuring it out. And while um, maybe this is necessary for some people, and that's something I could say too, I guess. But the point is, I feel like passing on knowledge is pretty, pretty valuable, and that's something that I like to do. So even with the podcast, I mean, every guest that I have on, I ask them. What's one piece of advice that you'd want to pass on to everybody? It's because I feel like that shit's important. Just general common knowledge and the spreading of it. The more you know, the better. I did. I do not want to do that corny ass rhyme, but the more you know, the better you grow. That shit came to my head. I apologize, but 
Ah, that's it. I'll stop talking about what I want to do now. I realize that changes so frequently, but I am still writing. I've got two articles done. Uh, well, one that I'm is pretty much done. One I need to just polish up, and then like two that I'm I've started writing. I'm I'm burnt out if I'm being honest. I'm trying to find other things to focus on that are still productive, just so I'm not like burning the can. I'm trying to if if I had an arraignment of candles, right? I'm not trying to just burn down my favorite candle. I don't, I don't want to do that cuz then I won't have any of it left. So right now I'm trying to even the the flame distribution. That's what's going on. So I started reading today. It's a book Julian got me a while back for maybe for Secret Santa or Christmas or something. Maybe it was just for the fucks of it. I don't remember, but he gave me a book. It's like a Reader's Digest of condensed books. I started one of them a while back. I think maybe I just didn't catch on to it. It wasn't the right book for me because I started another one in this that was about a medical procedure or this lady going through it and whatnot. And just, the, I, I mean, I'm so interested in the way that it's all put together and the, <laughs> the just how she describes it and how everything in this story is whole is wholly based around the procedure and everything going on around it. There's no, um, well, and then she took a walk in the park and reflected on everything. It's, she's in the office, she's talking about what's happening, and then without a transition, without anything, she's talking about the same thing to her, the the girl that she lives with at home. And, uh, like, the doctor's visits, it'll go from one doctor saying, all right, so this visit's scheduled for here, and then it picks up immediately after that with the next doctor saying something. I like how fast-paced all the writing is because I feel like that captures how she felt in the moment, 100%. I mean, have you ever... There there was a mom, uh, part in... Damn it. There was a part in it where she was talking to the doctor, and, oh, okay, I remember, I remember. She had just came from one doctor's office, and then she was already asking the question in the next doctor's office with no pause as if there was no transition, but clearly there was time. And she was asking him questions, and he said, well, didn't the first doctor explain this to you? And then she said, uh, yeah, but I always feel more comfortable explain." or she explained it in her head or whatever. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it, but she said that uh, she always felt more comfortable asking this doctor questions, and plus, her questions always came late. That's something that when I read that, I was like, hell yeah, my questions always come late too. It's it's as I'm leaving the fucking appointment, or as, it, not just that, it's like any huge, big circumstance that gets my mind going. Like the concerts. I, I thought of all the questions I could have asked them late. So I... I just resonated with that, and then the whole f- the fast-pacedness of it all. It's really cool, and it's almost three theatrical the way that it's set up. So, I've I've really enjoyed that. I've read maybe like five pages, ten pages, just in in the time that Grady needed to go, or before he needed to go to bed, and then after that, Mom helped me finish the FAFSA. Uh, she was busy all day, and I tried to do as much of it as I could when she was gone. And so when she got home, I asked for help. She said. I will be happy to help you once I have eaten. And even though I, I, I realize I may have portrayed it as harsh, and that is the way she said it, I definitely appreciate that a thousand percent over 90% of the other responses that I could have gotten. Uh, it could have just been, just, she could have said nothing and then eventually blown up on me. She could have said, not right now. 
She gave me stipulations. She she told me when and she would be ready. That was awesome. Let me eat and then I will help. All right. I can fuck off. And so I went and read and then came back. <sighs> All that to say, got my shit done, got it taken care of. Today was a cool day at work. Not that anything cool happened, just that it went by really fucking fast. It was one of those days where I walked in, started working, and I didn't check the time until it was 10.30. Lunch is at 10.57. That's a quick-ass day. Came back in, started working, and while I was working, I knew I, I had the urge to check my phone a few times just to see what time it was, just because I was curious. I got that itch. Right, kind of like how my nose is itching right now, and I'm trying to scratch it without affecting my voice or or pausing or losing my train of thought. I got that itch, but I had a clear I, I had a clear amount of work set ahead of me, so I just kept telling myself, Nah, 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 just wait. You'll do it after after you finish all that. After you finish all that. A- after you do all that. After you get all of it done, then you can check the time. And so it took a while, and some some more stacked on, which I really didn't mind because I like staying busy. Uh, and then I finished it all, finished it all. I looked at the clock, three thirty. I only had an hour fifteen left. It was a great day, man. Uh, got got into the office for the last fifteen minutes and sat down. Colin sat next to me, said something. I'm paraphrasing. Says something along the lines of, "You know, today has got to be." One of the most problem-free and easy-going Mondays I've had in a long time. And I had to second it. I mean, I felt the exact same way. There was one point in the day where I was lining stuff and Cullen came and dropped stuff off where I was. And he set it down and he just sighed real loud. Just, <sighs> and I heard him. I said, yup. And he laughed and looked up like, man, it's like, you know. Yep, we we all feel that shit, bro. Trust me. Uh, that's not just in our job, I'm sure. That's any job. Just the shared... There, there's the shared feeling of not wanting to be there. And at our job, there's the shared feeling of everybody fucking hating Robert. But let me not get off topic. While I'm talking about Cullen, I have to shout him out because he gave me his Disney Plus login. I have been using the hell out of that been watching a lot of boy meets world why you ask well i saw a youtube video pop up in my recommendations of uh, an analysis of girl meets world the successor to boy meets world it's it was like four hours and 49 minutes long and it was an analyzing is it a good successor or a wasted legacy and now I, I had only seen, I've only seen a season of Boy Meets World when I saw this recommendation. It was a while back. They were showing it on Disney Channel. I'm pretty sure I was sick with the fever. It's got that nostalgic kind of feeling to it of when you, you have to stay home all day and just bundle up and stay warm and watch something just to kill time. It's got that associated with it. So maybe that that's when I was watching it. But this video intrigued me. And you've heard me talk about the iCarly and Victorious videos already. I love an eight hour long YouTube video. If it's if it's long as long or long enough to get me through a work shift, that's that's the go to, man. Something to just zone out on, especially a TV show, because it's something I'm familiar with. I don't necessarily have to watch it, watch it. I can just listen to what the dude's saying about it most of the time. Um damn it, what was the name of the dude? He did the Drake and Josh reviews. Not not the first one, not Quentin reviews, but 
he uh it, it was a second smaller one I, I really liked his because he had a lot of um extra clips like from outside the show from interviews from uh like carpet red carpet um not performances appearances shit like that i'm trying to look it up in my history while i'm talking so i can all right i just pause and look it up it was a vkm tv studios um the rise and fall of drake and josh and then he did a second one called making sense of the controversies of uh drake and josh both pretty good videos like i said i really like that they showed all the um outside of the show clips for that one just to give context and uh just a more full picture of the ideas and everything involved but i'm all about those shows anyway i um started watching boy meets world thanks to colin i started on like season two i'm now on season four uh, Corey and Topinga have already broken up and gotten back together once, maybe twice. I'm not 100% certain. Sometimes they kind of treat her, or in, at least in the first, the second season, they really treated her like a secondary love interest. Like whenever they couldn't fit a girl of the week in there, they pulled Topinga back out. But I like now that she's like a full-fledged character. I always liked Topanga. She was pretty funny. Just the whole, the fact that she's woke in the 1980s or the 1990s, whenever that show was coming out, it was pretty funny and it just sets her apart from the rest of everybody else. And then, of course, this might be a small uh, factor in me liking the show is that there's a character named Sean. I feel like that never fucking happens. Although his name is spelled wrong. It's... It's not spelled wrong, it's just different. S-H-A-W-N, Sean Hunter. He's pretty cool. He's like a nice, um, cool guy, dumb guy character. He plays it really nicely. Uh, pretty funny. Corey, the main character, his main shtick is that he's just fucking wrong about everything. And if something can go wrong for him, it will. He... Many times in the show, he'll say, there's no way this will happen, or he'll say, all right, but now this is going to happen, and it'll be fine, and then the opposite happens, and it it never really stops being funny, or at least it hasn't yet. I still enjoy it. Mr. Feeney, the old teacher principal that is also their neighbor, he's always cool, uh, teaching them life lessons and shit. Sometimes that man says some real shit, even that the, the transcends into today's age, and, and I'll even think, man... This old guy is saying something. That's crazy. There's Jonathan Turner. He's their English teacher. He's pretty cool. He ends up, well, I don't know how much you want me to spoil. I guess uh, skip ahead. If Well, no, I'll, I'll leave it at that. He's the English teacher. He's pretty cool. I'm not going to spoil anything. I will say, if you haven't watched this, I would suggest it. Corey's parents are pretty cool, too. His dad's funny. His mom's funny, and she's kind of hot. I didn't remember picking up on that last time watching, but... Um, his older brother Eric's pretty cool. He's pretty funny. I like uh, I like when Eric becomes more of a main story character than than just uh, Corey's brother. Eric has like his own storylines and shit. I kind of relate to him honestly. He's uh trying to get trying to figure out what he wants to do with his future and everything. And he's a uh, he's the good looking guy, dumb guy character. A lot of times, him and Sean will be the same level of stupidness. Like one time. Uh, Eric was walking around trying to come up with something and then he just, he was thinking and he started going, ow, ow, and cl- grabbing his head. Sean asked, thinking cramps? Yeah, yeah, those happen to me too. <laughs> so shit like that's kind of funny. Uh, let me get a drink of water from my open glass. 
It's actually uh, from a Shrek the Third McDonald's glass. We used to have two, but I fucking broke one, and I think about it way too often for what it what it actually is. And it's not. I mean, it was a cool glass, and for just for the um, not not only not nostalgia. That's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, just for the randomness of it, it's it's cool to have, but um, it sucks because that was these are the perfect Oreo glasses, the perfect glass for milk dipping, cookies, Oreo cookies, brownies, cake, whatever you want, man. It's the perfect width, perfect depth. You can get a lot of milk in there. You can fit your whole hand in there if you need to. Though I wouldn't suggest that technique. That's rather sloppy for my taste. I do the minimum. Uh, exposure to milk possible when it comes to my fingers. It's just thumb and index. That's it. Dip, pull out, eat. You got to leave it in long enough so that it gets kind of soggy, but not so long that when you pull it up, it just falls down in the milk because then you have dirty milk, and I do not fuck with dirty milk, all right? The only time I like flavored milk is if it's completely homogenous. I do not want... (laughs) chunky milk when I'm drinking it like Crave it's an alright cereal I like the double chocolate more but they stopped stocking it at Kroger maybe they stopped making it I'm not sure but they um, whenever you eat it whenever it's done there's like flaky chunks of the of the crust of the of the chocolate cereal I don't know what it is it's like graham cracker maybe but they're just flakes in the milk and it's not good I don't like it with a Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that's cool. There are no cinnamon flakes in that shit. It just makes the milk cinnamony. It, there's a there's a formula to it. All right. Let me see. Let me see. What happened this week? Uh, did you know truancy is not illegal? At least not in Texas. Apparently, kids can skip school and skip school and skip school, and nothing fucking happens to them. Not unless... Uh, the, 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 what is it? The school system. So, like in this case, Mesquite ISD, not unless they pursue it in court each individual case. Uh, but if not, if they don't use the legal resources and the money that that takes, because why the fuck would they? Then the kids just get to skip. And as long as they're not doing anything illegal, like uh, vandalism or cussing at people or bad shit, cops can't do anything. Why do you know this, Sean? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm never doing that again. God damn. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Some things you do and you immediately know they're wrong. And that was one of them for me. Uh, why do I know that? Because my mom told me. She called the cops until the cops told her to stop calling. They can't do shit. So that that was pretty funny. I didn't know about that. Not that I would have uh, taken advantage of that. I only skipped school... I only skip school for assemblies, pep rallies, and sometimes I would leave during fourth period, my my senior, maybe my junior and senior year, because I had a car, and if I was finished with my shit, I'd just go home. I'd say I was doing something, and then I'd go home. Sometimes I'd hit up Jack in the Box first. It was it wasn't bad. Once once you get a car, you get a lot more freedom. That that that's just the. That's that's something you learn. I didn't really think it was going to be that big of a deal, but as soon as I got my car and it w- wasn't taken away, that's when I knew I was on to something. That's when I knew I'd struck gold. The first time that I'd really gotten in trouble, and I, exp- I, I, just, I, I, I might have even held out my keys, like, all right, Mom, 
You could take it. And she said, what do you mean? Take, you're not going to take my car? I just got in trouble. I said, I don't want to drive you to work. I was like, oh, okay. And I just was uh, limited on where I could go. But still, I got to drive around. Uh, that's uh, freedom, man. That's I can stop somewhere if I, if I need to, you know. Having a car is super nice, man. Not not having to find rides everywhere. Oh, my gosh. You just got to hope you have a friend that lives close or someone that really fucking likes you or else you're going to feel like that guy forever, just always needing somebody, always, hey, are you going there too? Are you going there tonight? What what time are you leaving? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You're not going. All right. That shit sucks, man. So, um. It's a. Uh, it's been pretty cold this week. I can't lie. It's a uh, Texas can't make up its mind though. That's the one thing. It's it's been thirty degrees one day, sixty degrees next day, and then the next day it's back like God's just chewing spearmint, just cold as shit, below freezing. Then it's, then it was like that for the rest of the week. Today it was in the fifties. It was really nice. I even had to take off my jacket because I started sweating and shit. I just. Don't 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 get me wrong. I definitely prefer the warmer weather, but more than that, I prefer not having to look at the weather every day so so um dependently. I feel like in a normal area, maybe not Texas, you got a general idea. All right, it's it's winter, it's going to be in the 40s. It's going to be in the 30s. No, Texas, you go to sleep and it's 30 and you wake up on Christmas Day and it's fucking 80 degrees, sun shining out. We could go out and play the Thanksgiving game of football right now and probably put on more of a sweat than we did on Turkey Day. It's uh, pretty ridiculous. I think it's because we live close to the, to the equator. I'm not a meteorologist. That's not my shit. I'm not that interested. <sighs> um. Oh, one thing I forgot to say about Boy Meets World. There's a lot more adult humor than I than I recognized my first watch through. There's uh there there was one moment where they cut up the mag this magazine or whatever. They had all these pictures laying out of these women and his mom comes up and says, "Oh my gosh. How could you these women are such unrealistic standards of beauty." Talking about how skinny they are and starved and whatnot. Where did you get those pictures? From the magazine on your desk, mom. On your dresser, mom. She's, then she laughs for a second. You didn't open the drawer, did you? And then everybody in the audience laughs. The boys have a confused look on their face, and the mom just walks away. That was a dildo joke, motherfucker. That was a dildo joke. I had no idea. I knew they alluded to sex, I'm sure, just because they're parents and like, oh, you, let's go upstairs. The kids aren't home, you know, everybody knows that shit, but a straight up dildo joke. Don't look in the dresser drawer. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, man. Uh, also, like, I just love the gall, and, and this isn't the only show that does this, but I just love the the swag, not the swagger, the confidence, the complete, like, this is all me of putting Michael Jacobs, executive producer, just slapping that shit on half the screen at the end of every episode. I, <laughs> that just hit me watching this show. But it's pretty much like saying, this was me. I did the work. You saw those actors. You saw that moment where they made up and you just cried. That was me, Michael Jacobs. Or... um. 
You saw you saw that horrible case. You thought they had solved it halfway through, but that was just a mislead, and then they went all the way through and they got the killer. Yeah, Dick Wolf. Oh, I'm sorry, not the killer. Well, well, I guess he did all the Law and Orders, not just SVU. Why is that the one that draws the most attention? I, I that that wasn't something I wrote down, but that's a conversation that maybe we need to have. Why is it more interesting to people to watch the sexual victims unit than it is just the regular fucking killers and murderers? Why does why does there have to be that extra twinge on there? Maybe maybe it is just the characters and the writing and everything that the producers put into the shows. Maybe they put more of their weight into the SVU because they thought it would be a sensitive subject, so they're like, ah, Let's let's be a little careful with this one. And maybe that came out as something a little bit better than the rest. That could explain it, but nah. I just think people are fucked up, bro. People, <laughs> people like to watch all that true crime shit on YouTube. And I'm not going to lie. I fall uh, victim to that as well. Not not so much the, um, you know, the channel, the ID channel. I'm pretty sure it's on regular cable. It might be on... Uh, AT&T and shit like that too. Not so much that style where it's like theatrical and there's a narrator. Well, and then he walked in the kitchen holding a knife instead of pliers and she knew that something was wrong. Honey, what are you doing with the steak knife? Nothing, dear. And then it shows like actors doing it on screen, but they don't actually do anything. It just shows like a, a bunch of shadow work and whatnot it's um it's not like that it's more like what i like to watch was um interview clips so they take the the clip of the interview from the police station of him uh, interrogation that's what it is not interview so what what inspired you to do this killing it is not like that it's interrogation um interrogation clips of like psychos people that killed their families and whatnot or people that just like lied and they're trying to lie in the interrogation tape and uh the guy his name was uh jim can't swim jcs on youtube just look up jcs and he's he he dissected the the interrogation tapes and at what point the person would start to lie and what bodily language they'd show all the shit that the detectives would be looking for and he would give like the background on the story and present it all in a way that's really um really nice and easy to what digest like really easy to take in and so uh he was my favorite shit to watch on youtube so i know that there there is a there's a true there's true crime pod, podcasts there's everything for that um, entertainment industry so there's got to be some uh attraction to horrible shit from us for that to be even existing one second. I need more water. I'm starting to feel like maybe this open glass water isn't as effective. Uh, bottled water did seem to quench my thirst for longer. Maybe I should do a, an experiment. Write a, write a letter to somebody. I, I don't know. <laughs> write a letter to my parents. Get bottled water again. No, it's, it's not that serious. Um, Nah, just anything to keep my mouth wet like an anchor. Yeah, I had to look at the timestamp and remind myself. I am over going back and putting them in late. I haven't had I didn't do it last time. Not starting now. 
Ava's been speaking of TV shows. Ava's been watching a lot of TV shows that I watched as a kid. I think she just got to Total Drama. I know she's watched Zoe One Hundred One in the past. That's kind of interesting to see. Like none of the other kids really uh, gravitated to that too much. Uh, aside from anime, all the kids like anime. They watched Dragon Ball. They watched. I think they finished Naruto. They've been really into that. Jonathan was talking about watching Bleach. I don't know what. I don't know what that means. I'm trying to analyze, like, what what does that mean for her personality? She just likes fucking entertainment. She just likes TV. She's always asking uh, mom and dad for movies and shows and shit to watch. So it's cool to hear that she's finally watching, like, good shows because sometimes she'll walk in and it's just not not Disney Channel. Like, what's worse than Disney Channel? Like, access cable TV, like, movies. No, 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 that's what it is. Like, Disney Channel original movies, but, like, access cable versions of those. Just, like, horrible. So now that she's actually watching shit that I can recognize and hear, and I, I hear that Chris McClain voice, and that was a horrible impression. It's because I, I have headphones on, and even though I can hear myself, it still feels weird to do different shit. I, uh, I'm not going to take them off and try for a Chris McClain accent, though. You got the idea. I hear that shit, and I think, oh, Cool, she's on that. I re- I remember that. Now, do I think she's a little young for it? Maybe. Maybe a little young for Total Drama, but it is what it is. That show's on Cartoon Network. Whatever. Also been hitting up Whataburger a lot recently. They he, Russell put out some coupons on the table at, the, at work in the front office, so I grabbed those. I don't know if I was supposed to, but no one else did. It was the end of the day. I grabbed them been using those you know me i'm always down to save some money so i even downloaded the waterburger app uh, every five visits you get something for free it's not even based on how much money you spend or anything i don't, I don't think but i've been going to waterburger i pulled up the other day what a burger it's what a burger not waterburger it's what a burger i pulled up to waterburger the other day and i don't normally go inside but there was a there was a line in the drive-thru, and there, the inside looked completely empty, like no cars. It was maybe 8 or 9, so that, that made sense. Not late enough for me to get a honey butter biscuit, something I want to point out. That's only between 11 p.m. and 11 a.m., the hours that I strictly am not going to want. No, I just haven't made it there in time. Because if I want lunch, that lunch starts at 11 a.m., so that's not an option. So I just have to be... And on a drunk bender and hungry and on my way back from Aiden's, I guess. And that's when I'll get my honey butter biscuit. Better put those coupons in the car for when that's the case. But um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Whataburger, right. I walked in and as soon as I walked in, it was kind of weird because there was loud country music. Like it was blasting, but it sounded like it was coming from outside. It sounded like there was a car outside just going through it, blasting Alan Jackson, just whatever the fuck 99.5 The Wolf was playing, just blaring that shit. So I'm guessing Whataburger had some blown out speakers. And I got to the counter, I ordered my stuff, I gave the girl my coupon, got my drink, and as I'm filling up my drink, I hear the girl complaining to to whoever's in the kitchen, whoever's behind the counter, she's begging to wear earbuds, she's like, bro, please... Can I, can I wear my headphones, please? And they're saying no, and I just feel so bad for her because if I had to work without earbuds, I would be in a very sorry state at the end of every day. I would 
just be desperate for um, stimulation, just anything, anything, any kind of new information. I, I dare say that I would be thankful for Robert's radio, maybe. Just anything to, to, to distract me from what the fuck's going on. I would hate it, so I definitely get where she's coming from. It was a sad situation, but I got my food, got out of there. Food was good. Whataburger goes hard, man. It might... If we're asking In-N-Out versus Whataburger, because that's what Aiden asked me the other day. We, uh, Me, him, and Vic went to Razoo's. He asked me. We passed one, In-N-Out. He asked me, Whataburger or In-N-Out? It's Whataburger all day, bro. Burgers are bigger. They have more options. I can get a honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich at Whataburger. Can't get that at In-N-Out. But one thing I will say, In-N-Out's good. In-N-Out has its place. It does one thing, and it does it great. Burgers, fries, and shakes. It's all good. And if you get animal-style fries, those are pretty good, too. Though they are a little heavy, I'm not going to lie. But I think you kind of expect that going into it. It's fries with their sauce all over it and cheese and onions. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of just advertised as animal-style, being heavy as fuck, but... It's definitely Whataburger in that debate. But, yeah, we went to Razoo's. It was pretty good. I didn't have anything to do for dinner. Uh, hit up Aiden. Said, what are you doing, cutie? Said, shit, let me find out. So that was the play. Went out. I got my jalapeno catfish. It. Uh, I started out getting it in high school because it was the cheapest thing on the menu. But it's actually still my favorite. I've gotten other stuff since then, and that is still all reliable. It was good to see him. He's actually been helping me a lot with this college shit. I, I, I probably already said that. He talked to Vic's mom for me and everything. And I think I have everything submitted, so that's cool. I got sushi with Michael and Kevin this weekend. It was pretty fucking good, dude. I can't lie. We were, we were choosing between places, and so I, I said, fuck it. Let's go to the new place. Uh, it's called Oishi. It was in Dallas off at SMU Boulevard, I think. Very, very good. It, it was... Not expensive. I'd say it's about in the ballpark of what sushi normally is, like 17 18 19 for a roll. Uh, the ones that I got, at least. I got uh, the M&M roll and the donut roll. I think the fish was just great, dude. I think it was just good quality fish because the, sh- I w- the donut roll was shrimp tempura. That was really good. Not a, hev- not a heavy, like, fishy taste for the shrimp, just, like, the perfect amount of crisp and shrimp taste. And then on the other one, it was spicy tuna. And the tuna was so, like, easy to chew. And I know, I know that it normally is, but this one was more so than, than normal. And just so good and bright. Like, it, it all tasted awesome. I, I definitely see us going there again. Uh, we, we, we also plan to do Korean barbecue for Christmas. That'll be really cool. We all did uh, Secret Santa this year, to be honest. I didn't know if it was going to happen this year or not. We've done it uh, two years now, I'm pretty sure. I think I got Michael the first year, and I do not remember who I got the second year. I remember Ricardo got me the second year. He got me a CD. That was pretty cool. Uh, Mac Miller Swimming. Uh, no, 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 it's Circles. Uh, yeah, yeah, he got me Mac Miller Circles. still have that. Uh, duh, what, what would I have done with it? <laughs> That's fucking dumb. But this is the third year we're doing it. And I thought we weren't going to because Micah fucking pissed me off. I was trying to get everybody in the Discord, which is always a hassle, trying to get everybody to put their names down if they wanted to participate. Hey, guys, Secret Santa, who wants to do it? 
I said this weeks in advance. Me and Kevin and Michael. That's it. I always know Kevin's going to respond. And then if Kevin responds, Michael normally responds. That's how it goes. Us three, they, they responded. That was it. Two weeks later. All right, guys, I'm doing the drawing on this day. It was like in November. Just to give us time to get shit. I'm doing the drawing in this day. So if you want to do it, let me know by then. I added everybody. I told everybody specifically. Same thing. Kevin and Michael. Kevin, then Michael. In that order. The day comes, and I say, all right, I guess we're not doing a fucking secret Santa. I'm not worried about it. You know, it is what it is. So be it. And then Micah says some shit like, uh, I didn't hear about it, man. I didn't know. No one told me. When, when like, he saw it, he was there. I'm pretty sure he made a joke or some shit when I said, when I was talking about the secret Santa. So I said, Nah, that's cool, bro. You you want to do it? You want to be a part of it? You can set that shit up then. I am fucking done. Because this is normally how it is. It's always a hassle to get anybody together to do anything. So I said, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. And so I did not hear about it for weeks after that. And then finally, last week, I get a, he, I get a message from Micah. What's your email, bro? <laughs> and I wanted to be real petty and just not respond and not fucking take part, but... At the end of the day, it's all the boys. It's a festive thing. I can't be that that big of a fucking, um, what is it? I can't be that petty. So I sent him my email, got my person, and the gift was super easy. I got it immediately that day, done, taken care of. I've gotten uh, Kevin's present in, just in general. He, he wasn't my secret Santa. I didn't spoil it just then. Or maybe I did by saying that he wasn't that. Shit, I'm giving out hints. Oh, no. Uh, I don't think anybody's worried about it. But we are going to do Korean barbecue that day whenever we meet up. So that's going to be awesome. That's that's all, That's all. something to look forward to in itself. Uh, I'm honestly probably more excited about Korean barbecue than Christmas, the whole holiday season, all of that shit. Just to have, sit there and have Michael whip up all the meats just like a professional. I get to ask him. Michael, you think that one's done yet? And then he'll respond, Oh, yeah, bro, all that's done. Go ahead and take whatever you want. It's just, it's amazing. It's a whole experience. Me and Kevin, we each take a bite. We smile at each other, giddy with delight. That's really what the holiday season should be about. Everybody go get Korean barbecue. See, see, what, it's, see what it's like. Speaking of the holiday season, Mom has officially adorned our house with uh, its holiday garms. Is it garms or garments? Either way, the stockings are hung, the knickknacks are strewn about all the all the desks and in the bathroom and the counters. And I'm looking at Mister and Mrs. Claus right now. Looking at all of our we we have um all these name blocks that they're like t they took letter blocks and super glued them together to make our names. Like every fucking family doesn't do that. I don't know. They want. They felt like it was special. That's how they always talked about it. My whole life, it's like, dude, I've seen that in three other houses. That's not. It's not that cool. <laughs> but it is what it is. Mom gets pretty happy about it. All the doors, all the doorknobs have bells on them. Like we're trying to keep kids in the house. <laughs> it's. It's a lot to deal with. It pisses me off. She always hang, hangs something loud as fuck on one of the doors, but she. It's not attached to the door. So it doesn't open with the door properly. 
there's some inertia happening there. The door will open, and then I close the door fast because I'm not fucking... There's no reason to let cold air in, so I, cl- I open and close the door, even at a normal pace. And you just hear... Because the bells and shit bounce and hit the back of the door. And then when I leave, it, it makes it sound like I'm mad or something, like I have an attitude slamming the door. No, there's just loud, dangly shit on it. It doesn't... It's not good design. Um, one more drink of water. <sighs> shit. I have nothing to talk about this week, guys. I'm so sorry. There's just not shit happened. Uh, something could have happened. I missed a fucking Luna Luna concert, apparently. Eileen was out in Dallas uh, Saturday e- eating with some friends, and she sent me a picture of the fucking... Is it called the Marquee? It's the board with the announcements of who's going to play when and where. And I see Luna Luna, 12-3. That was that fucking night. And then I look on their Instagram. I don't see shit, but after I tap on a post and swipe through it, I see an ad for it. It's like, bro, why'd you homie like that? I, I would have definitely gone to that shit. And they said it was sold out too, but I doubt that. I'm sure I could have gotten a fucking ticket to it. So that sucks. But I have seen Luna Luna three times. That's not a huge deal. I've already heard all the songs I want to hear anyways. It would uh, just be mostly stuff off the first album. And I'm sorry if that kind of sounds reductive towards them as an artist. Um, Mom says, Ava is performing at MHS tomorrow at 6.30 for their winter concert. You want to invite some old friends. She didn't say old friends. Says She said old friend to meet up there for old time's sake. Hmm, this is a conundrum for me, because I'm not a good brother. I'm not, and I really don't, I mean, there's some voice inside of me that I've buried deep down beneath layers and layers of hatred, not not necessarily towards my siblings, but just in general, some self-hatred, hatred and loathing and sadness and fucking... Life's not fair, everyone has to fend for themselves. There's a voice buried under all that shit that's like, Do it! Go! Go do it! Be the best! Be the good brother! And then it's like, man, 6.30? After work? After I've put up with a bunch of shit, and now I gotta go sit in this shit for who knows how long and watch something that, well... See, and then there it's band. I do care about band. I like band. And if she's in band, that's cool. I want her to be a good player. I don't want her to be one of those band kids that just goes and is there for friends. That's really fucking lame. So uh, maybe I should go to this shit. I don't know. I really, I really do want to, but at the same time, I don't want to. And I really can't tell you why I don't want to. I, you know, it. I'll, you know what? I'll level with you. And I'll say what I think it is, even though I really I haven't said this to anyone. I haven't ver- verbalized this, but I've thought it for a long time. Um, anytime I'm nice to my siblings or anything, or, I, or I, I interact with them or anything, my parents just have to act this certain fucking way. And it disgusts me. Like, they... They smile at me and they're like, oh, you look at him. Oh. And it's like, bro, can I just exist, please? I'm not doing this for you. I'm not thinking, 
oh, mom and dad, they're going to smile. They're going to laugh when I, when I do this. And I can't point out a, a certain circumstance or, or instance because I, I don't remember the last time this happened. But that's just the, the feeling that I think I'm going to feel when I do this. When I go tomorrow, mom's going to look at me and be like, you're going? Oh, my gosh. And just thinking about that makes my skin crawl a little bit. I um, Does that make me an asshole? Maybe. Well, just add it to the list of uh, of things. Speaking of asshole, fuck it. I have nothing to talk about. It's 48 minutes. We got to get something to get us over the goal line here. So am I the asshole? Filtered. Let's go. Going to open the first thing. And I would like to say uh, maybe it's just me looking for it, but I thought the icon for this was a uterus at first. It's the little Reddit guy, and he's holding up two circular icons, one with an X and a red circle and one with a check and a green circle, uh, up to his left and right, looking like the ovaries, I'm thinking. So I, I don't know why I'm picturing that. But um, All right, the first thing, best of. Am I the asshole for saying to my boyfriend that the people around me tend to be high achievers in order to explain why our perspectives might be different? Uh, not interested. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter she can't go to her dream school for, but paying for my son to go to his? That is weird, but it's going to be something like his daughter wants to be a, um, I, I don't know, something dumb. What's a dumb profession you could go to college for? Uh, his, his daughter wants to be a music journalist. I don't... <laughs> And his son wants to be a doctor. That, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, am I the asshole for not allowing my daughter's half-sister to spend Christmas with us? Yes, that's it. Here we go. Oh, boy. This is a... Here we go. My ex-husband and I got divorced seven years ago. We share custody of our 13-year-old daughter. He got married and has a 5-year-old daughter with his now wife. His daughter would spend time with my daughter regularly. They adore each other, but she doesn't come to my house, and they rarely meet up there. My wife has been diagnosed with cancer. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. His wife has been diagnosed with cancer and has started tre treatment recently. The other day, he came to drop our daughter off and asked to speak to me. He talked about his wife's circumstances and how his family won't be able to have a Christmas celebration this year. He said it wasn't fair for his daughter and asked if I could include her in my family's celebration. He pointed out how the girls will have a great time together bonding and making memories, but I said I was sorry, but my family's traditional celebration is a sacred thing, and I don't feel comfortable including anyone else. Plus, it'd be awkward having her in my home. He said that his daughter may not be family to me, but she sure is to her half-sister. He asked me to stop and think about what's best for the kids here. I suggested he take his daughter to spend Christmas with her grandparents. He said his parents and him are in NC, North Carolina, I'm guessing and tried to cut the conversation short, but he stopped me and started going on about how cruel it was for me to decline to include his daughter, who's already having a hard time adjusting. I saw that he was no longer... Oh, I'm sorry. I saw that he was beginning to cry, so I stepped back and said I was no longer comfortable having this conversation. I asked him to leave, and he did, he did but still texted me asking me to agree to let his daughter come spend Christmas, even offered that he stays away if that'll make me less uncomfortable. I said no, and now he's calling me selfish and unfeeling. A point worth mentioning here is that my family and I are going to attend. A point worth mentioning here is that my family are going to attend, and they said they too will not feel comfortable in this situation. Thus, I said it'd be awkward. 
Now they got voted not the asshole. I'm going to be honest, bro. I feel like you're all expecting me. You're all, all four of you <laughs> that are listening, uh, you're all expecting me to say, well, yeah, why the fuck should he have, she have to take care of this little kid? That's not her kid. That's not her fucking problem. So, yeah, she should have her own good Christmas. But I'm going to be honest, dude. If I'm looking at it, 13-year-old daughter and then he has a 5-year-old, I'm thinking, it's a 5-year-old, bro. Her mom has cancer. Her mom has cancer, and it's Christmas. I'm an asshole, okay? But if you brought me a five-year-old whose mom had cancer on Christmas, it would not have to be my kid's half-sister. I I would probably still, out of pity, be nice to that kid and, and, and invite her into my home. I, I feel like my parents would be more than welcome to that. I mean... That's uh that kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? Am I being am I trying to flip the script subconsciously here? Am I being too hard in the other way? The only thing that I can think of is is if is if this kid is an absolute shithead, which there was nothing said about this in in here. There was no yeah, and she, whenever she comes over, she tends to scream and cry and smear shit on the walls. And there's none of that, so I really don't, that's the only thing that I could think of. And even then, her mom has cancer. Dude. Let me let me read some of the comments. Not the asshole. That child doesn't know you or your extended family, only your daughter. This could be her last Christmas with her mom, and he's wanting to take that away from her. Even it's just the three of them in pajamas eating cookies all day. He's the asshole. All right, I did not think of it that way. The the, the way that it was presented to me, I assumed that it was um just uh oh wait does did they oh no something different I I assumed that there was no way for the kid to be with her mom. That that's kind of that was a given to me because yes that should be duh. If she has limited time, I definitely would spend more time with her. Um, yeah, there's a long-ass... Editing to add, totally aware that it may not be possible for the mother and child to physically be together on Christmas, but that still doesn't change the fact that there has to be much better alternatives to trying to force the child at the ex's place. Even if he doesn't speak to his own family, what about the mother's? They could all spend that time together. Blah, 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 blah. Cancer is hard, it sucks, as is the intro to death... Of loved ones so young, but try as he, but try as he might, he cannot shield her from it. That will only do more damage. He needs to be with her, walking her through this life and their, this time in their lives. Oh my gosh, this is horrible. Not the asshole. Edit spelling and grammar. Yeah, please edit. Oh my gosh, they're getting crazy with these Reddit awards. Sometimes, if someone has a good comment, someone I don't know. I guess they pay for like thumbs up. They pay for badges and shit. They'll give someone, you get a gold medal. I like that one. Some of them will be specific, like, that was friendly or that was very helpful. And now I'm looking at this one, and they're just like stars shooting across the top of it. Like, bro, okay, what the fuck am I? This is kind of distracting, getting away from the uh, cut and dry point of this. Don't forget, his initial plan was apparently to attend with his daughter since his Hail Mary was to stay away to make 
OP less comfortable. Yeah, that that is weird. You shouldn't invite yourself. I think it's one thing if your kid if the kid goes with her kid. But so he wants to take his daughter away from any possibility of Christmas with her mom. That seems to be what people are focusing on. I would like to find one comment that says you're the asshole. Okay, here we go. Where does it say he wants to take the kids late last Christmas with her mom? He's trying to find a place for her to go for Christmas. I reread the post and see nothing about him tearing the girl away from her mother. I see OP acting like a heartless, cruel weirdo by rejecting a five-year-old in the time of her greatest need. OP is definitely the asshole. That's what I'm thinking, man. Not necessarily her greatest need. More like just distraction. I remember there was one time, or maybe it was it was one time and then one time very soon after. Something happened up at the church. I think this kid's grandma stroked out or something. Uh, I, I hope she's okay. I realize that I phrased that pretty harshly. Um, but the kid ended up over at our house, which I didn't mind. I mean, I it annoyed me, obviously. I don't know why I say it didn't mind. Uh, it, that always annoys me, but that's normal. Kids come over here. My parents try to be the, uh, or my mom at least, tries to be like the neighborhood mom, even though she yells at kids, and that's not a, I, well, I guess a neighborhood not mom does need to be stern, but anyway, there's a kid over here, and he was over here for a long-ass time, so at a certain point, I'm, I asked mom, like, when is this kid going home? I'm <laughs> tired of listening to his, him talk. I'm used to three different voices, and then you add another small, high-pitched voice in. That's that's too much to handle. And she she gave, she briefed me on the situation, and how how basically she she just brought this kid over. I don't think anyone asked her to. I don't think it, we don't know that kid specifically, other than the fact that they go to the same church. But something happened with his grandma, and mom said, "Well." He probably shouldn't be here. He should probably be distracted. So let's take him down the street. We we live down the street from the church. So, um, yeah, that 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 was not even no no family, no relations, no nothing. So I would only imagine that if a five year old's Christmas, her mom has cancer. I I think you can serve her a plate of fucking turkey and mashed potatoes and be fine. May, not even worried about gifts. That that's. Yeah, I I feel like that person is the asshole. If you have a comment on that, feel free to email me at Sean, uh well, I was about to just give out my personal email. That's f- <laughs> that's funny. We can review podcast at gmail.com. Here, I'll go ahead and check it real quick J- just for peace of mind and sanity to know that there is still nothing in this bitch. Oh, Another email from mom, and it is old. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. It's from October. October 13th. And it's kind of a... says, what is your love language? That's a hard one. And is that different when it comes to people that are not my significant other? I'm not sure. I would say... um time when it when it comes to like when i'm thinking about friends and stuff i just like seeing them and being around them and talking to them so i guess uh quality time would be my love language um eileen would probably say physical touch cuddling and shit but uh i do not intend to do that with my mother so that's why i'm saying is it a different different love language for different types of relationships (laughs) 
Because, I mean, if, if one of my siblings even, like, nudges into my leg in the car, I'm like, can you stop touching me, please? I I, I have no, I, I hate that shit. So, I guess quality time. I mean, it's not necessarily words of affirmation. Uh, because whenever people give me compliments, people tell me that I'm doing a good job on something, I spend half the time just doubting that, wondering if they're actually meaning that or if that's they're just saying that to appease me and I don't know if everyone does that that might just be me but it I have to really feel like I did something for for me to feel accomplished of it 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 comes a lot from me more than um like like a close friend or family or something or or even a stranger would mean more because they have no reason to lie to me to make me feel better so I don't know that it would be words of affirmation I guess, I guess yeah probably quality time October 13th at 6.50 a.m. She she must have read something in the Bible that made her think about that. That's Mom gets up every morning at about 6.30 a.m. and reads the Bible until the kids have to get up and disrupt her peace. I, I really respect her for that. I, that's part of the... Um, one of the things I thought about whenever I thought about reading and starting to read again today, which, yes, I thought about that today and read some so there you go i just got to keep it up now but that's one of the things i thought about i guess you could call it an inspiration don't want to go and give my mom too big of a head yeah you could say that she was part of the inspiration for me to read because she does do that every morning every every morning i go wake up to go to the gym i wake up a little bit early to get ready and i see her out there so she can do it i can definitely do it and that wasn't not supposed to sound cocky at all but or like demeaning towards my mother but when I said it it felt that way I mean that like seeing someone else do it is motivation for me to do it kind of like Cody Trains if you watch Cody Co if you like him on YouTube uh, he's started a channel going over his um I'm sorry documenting his his journey to to participate I think it was a triathlon and so he's shown himself running and getting his bike and all his equipment and stuff. And while I really don't give a fuck about running or biking, seeing someone put their all into something and dedicate their time to it and show their, this is how I'm improving, this is what I'm trying to do to get better, uh, it it lights a fire under my ass, too. It, it's it's inspiring. It's It makes me want to do something similar. It keeps me going back to the gym, which I have been doing. I don't know if I talked about that. It's Monday today. I know I get the I'm getting this out late and now I don't know why I'm getting a second wind. It's like it's already an hour and now I feel like I have some shit to talk about. Even though this whole podcast I've felt like I've just been stringing along. What the fuck, dude? An hour and two and a half minutes and now I'm I'm getting my stride. But anyway, I was going to do it yesterday, but people were staying up late. Dad was watching football. I will never get that. I if, if I'm in like a sports bar or some shit I watch a basketball game on the TV because that's fast-paced. I, I don't really, I, I don't have any stake in the game. I can just watch it and say, "Oh, dang, he just made that shot." Or if you see someone get fucking crossed up or some shit, whoa, he broke his ankles. Just cool little shit. But actually, getting invested and watching over weeks and weeks and weeks, I well, I start to say that I couldn't see it, but I used to do that for esports, so. I guess it's just whatever you're interested in and whatever you make interesting. That's really what it is. <sighs> and I, I, I have lost my second wind. I no longer know where I was going. 
All right, guys. I hope you had a good podcast. Had a good podcast? I hope I had a good podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I hope you had a great week. I hope you continue to have a good week. Yeah, I got this one out late. That shit happens. It is what it is. But um, I'm still here, and I'm always going to be here. A little am I the asshole for you to keep it going. Did I finish talking about Cody Trains? I think I did. Yeah, been been going to the gym uh, pretty consistently. Uh, I've actually, I'm actually to the point where I look in the mirror and I'm kind of seeing, okay, you're looking a little more solid now. And that could put, uh, completely just be in my head just because I've been going. But the, the bottom line and the point is that I feel better. So that's really the main goal. And as long as that's happening, that's what's important. And you know what's been keeping me in the gym, keeping me getting up every morning and keeping me going? Besides my alarm, which I, I do owe a great deal of debt to, it's uh, gym guilt. That, that's what I'm calling it. I, it's me waking up, laying there, and then the first thought is always, oh, dude, you're tired as fuck. Go back to sleep, man. And, and it continues that way until I get to the point to where I hit, yeah, but if you don't go today, you're going to have to do it tomorrow. And then if you have to do that tomorrow, whatever you would have done tomorrow, you're going to have to do the next day, and so on and so on. And basically, you just lose a day. You you lose progress, and you got to keep going to make progress. Th- this is what I tell myself. This is what just goes through my head. So some days, I'll wake up there at 6.10 is when my alarm goes off. I'll wake up at 6.10, and I'll lay there until 6.40, on a day that I've told myself I'm going to sleep or that I'm trying to argue myself to to go back to sleep. I'll lay there until 6.40. And at that, that point, it's, uh, well, now you're barely getting any fucking sleep, so you might as well get up and go to the gym because if not, then you really wasted this fucking morning. You didn't do shit and you didn't get more sleep, so now what? So then I have to rush through shit, barely eat breakfast, uh, hurry the fuck up, and get out there. But either way, I do end up going to the gym. And regardless of uh, you know how I felt that morning immediately when I w- woke up, and regardless of how I felt before I got to the gym, after I go to the gym, I always do feel better. I'm always happy that I went. I'm always thinking back, damn, I'm glad I did that. Whenever I'm moving stuff around at work and my arm's a little sore from the gym beforehand, I'm not really pissed about it. I'm just thinking... Man, that must have been a good workout. Going to see those results. So tomorrow, going to try to hit the gym. And now some shit might happen. I might, because Friday, Thursday night, I got no sleep. So I couldn't hit the gym Friday. It would have been just a fucking waste. So I decided to sleep in on Friday. I knew that ahead of time, so I turned my alarm off. Um, Something might happen tonight. I might not get any sleep. I'm not going to kill myself to go there, but... Everything going okay. I'm gonna gonna try to make an effort to get in there. Notice how I how I buried that so hard, how I buried that so much. I'm gonna try to make an effort to get in there. No, I'm gonna get in there if I can. So that's it. If you're, it's never a bad time to start, man. If you're if you're thinking about getting fit, just looking a little better in better shape, or just for your health. When I first started, I was on the fucking Stairmaster just because I wanted to sweat some. I felt like I needed to. It had been a minute since I sweat. It, there are a lot of reasons, a lot of benefits. And Fitness Connection, 10 down, 10 a month. That's it. 
I, I'll advertise it. They should sponsor me. I'm not, but ten down, ten a month, and then once a year you got to pay fifty bucks. It's in like July or or October or some shit. But that's probably the best deal you're gonna find, bro. Ten dollars a month. Do you know how many days there are in a month? The average is like thirty. If you went four times a week, thirty days in a month. Let's let's just say four weeks. That's twenty eight days. You go four times a week. Four times four, that's 16 days. That's already less than a dollar a day for going to the gym. That's not fucking bad, bro. But that also gives you some incentive to make your money's worth out of it. So I'm just I'm just telling you my experience. And because uh, I know if you're not sure about that, you're, you, you don't have very much experience. You're not used to the gym or the idea of it. Just hearing someone else talk about it can get you into it. Kind of like seeing my mom reading. Makes me want to read a little bit more. So there you go. Have a good day. Have a good week. I'm done talking at you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for everything. And uh, take it easy.